Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your host, certified, qualified, West Side Steve Lucky Luciano, bringing you the greatest show on earth from Santa Monica, California, where the surf meets the turf. Baby, welcome to the show. On my right, my co-host is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, here to spit game once again. Yeah. Oh, come on. Hey, who wants to get Indian in here? Yeah. Tribal. Who wants to get Indian? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. In your car. Stare at some people yes. now. Stare, stare some people in. Turn it up loud. Hey, if you're in the car right now, turn this up loud and stare at some tourists. Stare at some tourists. And like mean mother. They yeah. won't know what. They don't even think this shit's from America. That's scared the shit out of them. Let's scare some people. I like that. Woo. And nice. I'm sound. Old blue eyes. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional. Engineer for the Hard Luck Show. Yes, indeed, my man. Two greatest partners in the world, right here. Yeah, Sean. Hey, Sean getting a little crazy. This I morning. know, dude. Look, he's got electrodes coming out of his body. He kind of looks like Doctor Octopus or something, man. It's like, what are you? Are you a? You know what I think he is? I think he's a cyborg, man. I think he's part machine, bro. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, damn. <laughs> What's happening? What's good? What's good? What's good? Been a long, busy week, my friends. <sighs> um, mm-hmm. Listen, I want to just come right out the gate. I got some stuff that I want to talk about. Oh, yeah? Is that right? Yeah, you know agenda. what? I, I don't know if I got an agenda. I got some shit on my heart. I got some stuff on my heart that I got to get off my heart. Okay, all right. All right? right. I got got some stuff on my heart. You know what? Since we got some things on my heart, I want to talk to you, Sean. What happened? Listen, so if people don't know, who is your team, your NFL team? Uh, 49ers. Okay, so Sean's a huge 49er fan. Huge. Huge. You know Steve Luciano. Fuck the 49ers. Right. He's all about the Raiders, but I mean, mean, okay. What's going on with the Raiders, Steve? Raiders are doing good. Are they? Sean? Yeah, they're doing all right. Yeah. All right. What's middle, all right? I know that San Francisco, they upper still, middle of the pack. Is San Francisco still in the fear or they took a loss? Huh? They took one. Hold yeah. on. That's what I want to talk. Because let me ask you, Steve. This is a little fucking American Indian quiz for you. Who's my football team? Seattle Seahawks. That's right, baby. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I was a Seattle Seahawks fan long before they had a real quarterback, okay? Yeah. I was a coach. Exactly. I was a Seahawks fan back in Chuck Knox days. Back in Kurt Warner days, back in Steve Largent days, back when we, back when we would win just enough games not to get a good pick, but never get to the playoffs. All right. Yeah. So now they're finally a little bit on an upswing. So, so small fact: Jerry Rice played for Seahawks. Right. So listen, let me ask you a question. All right. So 49ers Seahawks they played two weeks ago Monday Night Football. Yeah. Did you see that game? I, I saw the highlights. Yeah. I'm a working man. I can't be sitting yeah. around drinking beer, watching fucking 
sports shows for four hours straight. Yeah, I can't I do that. I hear. All right. Now listen. First of all, let's just cut to the. Let's just get right to it. Who the fuck won that game, my good man? <laughs> Who the fuck won? Uh, Seahawks. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. He didn't like saying that at all. Uh, he did it. You should see his face. Like his lips twitch. They they, they quiver and it look it hurts him. Yeah, it does. So, um, did that in any way get in the way of having a perfect season for the Seattle or for the the, the San for, Francisco 49ers? Uh for a perfect though they weren't I don't think they were destined to have a perfect season anyway. Hey, you know what? Sean's heart just called, and this is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's some more Chewbacca <laughs> shit, huh? Yeah, that's Sean's heart right well, now. Well, they did lose. They lost in overtime, and they lost. <laughs> I don't know if you, I mean, I mean allow me to recap for you. Yeah, let's do it. You want to recap? Go ahead on. You want to yeah. recap? You want to Go ahead on, partner. Let's go. Okay. Go so, ahead. Go on, partner. Do it. So Seattle was up. Yes. 49ers come back. Yes. Goes into overtime. Go ahead. Missed field goal. Yeah, Missed that's true. Goal. Like an easy one, too. Easy Look, one. I ain't going to pretend. I ain't going to pretend. I like to bust your balls a little bit, but it wasn't a it wasn't a, a good victory for no. the Seahawks. No. Right? It like, wasn't a good victory. It was two shitheads clobbering in each other out with big paddles of whale dicks and it all it like at the end the last one standing was Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. That's really And what it, it was. was like Seahawks got the ball in overtime, couldn't do it. Yeah. 49ers mm-hmm. get the ball, they march it downfield, they go to kick a field goal in the game. And the fucking field goal misses. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. That is what happened. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, I have been a, a Raiders fan, okay? Yeah. Since yeah. they moved up to LA, right? <laughs> when they moved up to LA. Yeah. And I was one of the guys going to the Coliseums, part of the black hole yeah. when we were there. As a matter of fact, I was at the Bengals game. Bo Jackson's last game. I was there when he got injured at that game. Bo knows. Yeah, Bo does know. He's an incredible athlete. But, uh, you know, and then and then a lot of people got mad at me, and a lot of people jumped off the Raiders when they went back to Oakland. But I was, you know, I was, I was down with them, and that's my team, and I couldn't give up on them. Now, a lot of people close to me know I also like Green Bay Packers. That's my second squad. Yeah. So, you know, those are my like, teams. Wait a and, second, wait a second. Why do you like Green Bay? I mean, I you get know what? what? I, it's my second squad, too. Wait, is why? it? Yeah. Why? Okay. I don't know, man, because I like the way that uh, they're owned. They're owned by the people. Yep. And then I yep, like bro. their quarterback. Okay. <laughs> what? Their quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the shit, bro. Fuck I like man. him, what he stands for. I like him as an athlete, as a man. Um, I think that... Uh, I do believe when they won the Super Bowl that they had another couple Super Bowls in them because that team was so put together so well. I think it was one of the best put together NFL teams ever with the amount of talent right. um, they've got. I uh, think it's a tragedy what's happened to them, like as far as coaching goes. And yeah, there's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of ups. But they're but they're 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 pulling through this this season, you yeah, know, and they're uh-huh. they're holding their own. And uh, but they're my second squad. Raiders Raiders are my team and. Uh, I don't care for anything, any teams in San Francisco. I just don't care for San Francisco so much, and I definitely don't back their teams. That's just me, man. I ain't down with anything. Why is it? Because it's a Northern California thing. I th- there's still some stigma there, but as you know, I spent a year and a half living up there and working up there, and uh, 
I just I just can't get behind it though, man. I, I'm, I'm like, a, what is it? Come I, on, man. I don't know, man. It's Maybe it's the color of their uniforms. I don't know. No, I, I just I think there's just some still stigma from when I was young, just kind of like that NorCal thing. But Loyalty. you know, I've come to I've come to know a lot of good people up there and living lived up there, working up there, and uh, it's not as detrimental to me as I as I you know I'm not. I'm not so sworn on it, but I'm still not going to get behind any teams. It's about L.A. on mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the Raiders are concerned, they're still the L.A. Raiders to me. Even they go to Vegas, they're still the L.A. Raiders. They'll so, be closer. A little bit closer. And that's what I got for you. You know what? Let me just real quickly say this. Okay? Are you Hold on. Before we go any further, are you hearing a weird noise on the, or is it just my headphones? Do you hear a high pitch like, what is that? Like a cricket, almost like a cricket that won't that? stop cricking. You hear that? I hear these other podcasts. They don't have. Oh, it just gone. Went what was that? One of the mics. That's oh, that's my Thank mic. Thank you for Damn. fixing that's that. My mic. So what I am going to say is. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's that's my mic. Yep. What is yep. that? Good, good ears. You hear that? I heard okay. it too, but I thought it was like just a room or something. Are you going to be able? Thought to Thought it was a cricket it? with a hiccup. Yeah, I'll just eq it up. Okay, okay. Um, what I did want to say is real quickly for my fans out there, I'm a huge college football fan. Yeah. For my listeners, I should say, not fans. I'm a huge college football fan. I'm devoted to the SEC. That's where I believe real football is played. And my daughter is finishing her last year at Alabama. Roll Tide. Give a shout out to my daughter, nice. Bird, Birdie. And uh, that's my team since my daughter got there. Right. So I stand by Alabama. Even though they've taken, they've got you know a little mark on their unblemished. Uh, prior unblemished record um, Coach Saban I think is just the man I believe in them and my number two squad is LSU and I just want to give it up why, why LSU. LSU dude you got all these squads I don't know any, I mean I get it your Bro, daughter I'm, goes to Alabama so you're loyal to Alabama and I'm loyal to the SEC because that's where I think the most talent in football arises from okay that's some hard-hitting real football. And I know a lot of people are going to get mad at me because of the, you know, the Pac-10, these other conferences. For me, this is my show. I'm talking about me. Right. That's why I'm on the mic. Right. S-E-C. It's Southeast Conference. That's where I think they play real ball. I love, I, I love it, man. And uh, prior to Alabama, before my, my daughter got there, I was a... Uh, FSU and 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 you know Louisiana was my my, my number one squad, I, I, but listen, I moved it over. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. Southern football, bro. Hey, listen, I, I don't know. I, listen, I can't get that invested in college football. I I try, I try college basketball, and um, people walk around with a stupid ass March Madness. You can get mad at me if you want, but I listen. I don't like I don't like college sports. I don't. I don't care. I don't have time. If I had more time, I'd care. But right. it seems like there's so many schools and so many conferences and so many games mm-hmm. that it's like I can't get I can't get behind. And then like, what am I supposed to do? I go to Berkeley and then get all crazy about Berkeley. I have friends, judges, mm-hmm. like attorneys. They got like outfits, like the, all the color coded outfit. Like they're a 58 year old man with a color coded mm-hmm. outfit ready to scream at a at, at a college game. I seen you in a U, UCLA sweatshirt. What are you talking about? Yeah, but uh, not at a not not a not, forty-four year old man in a UCLA sweatshirt. Yeah, but not not with matching shoes and things and going with pom poms <laughs> and the fucking finger and, and, and the earring. finger and I'm going to the game. 
Shit, I wear a fucking uh, sweater with a fucking with a hard luck show on it too. I just I don't have time, so I just don't I don't understand that. And like I'm barely able to hang on to the NFL. Like I barely hang on to the NFL. Like I don't even watch full games anymore. I'm picking up stats. So if you do it like me, I I get into college, but I don't do it until the draft. Mm. Like I don't watch any any college games usually. I, I like watch some highlights here and there, but when the draft comes, then I'm like, oh, who's gonna be the first rounders? Right. And then I start like super studying. I like the draft. No, you, you need to study the SEC because that's where it all been dropped oh, yeah. from. <laughs> Anyways, um, I like you know the draft. I don't care. I'm not a big basketball fan myself. Right. And I definitely ain't into March Madness and, and college <laughs> basketball. Yeah. What about but baseball? Do you get crazy on baseball? When my son played baseball, we yeah. followed it and I followed, I followed pro baseball a little bit. But no, I'm, I'm into football is my sport. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, next is. Is is fighting whether it be boxing or UFC? Yeah. yeah. But what I will say is, um, college football, and I pay attention to the division that I care about, which Got is the it. SEC. Got it. Which is, yeah, there is. If you go across the nation, there's a lot of games to watch. There's right. a lot of divisions. Right. I focus on one division, and that's SEC. To that see makes doing. sense. But see, the thing that happens to me is like, you know, there's all this college stuff, right? And then every once in a while, there's like a Navy and an Air Force game, uh-huh. and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, how much shit is there? It's like almost like you need like what I need is I need like a like a 10 minute status report from like a robot that's just reading all the all the games, the highlights and everything and just tells me because I can't sit. I can't. Yeah, they got that. They got an app for that. Uh, right. Well, so I'll do for the NFL. And then so Saturdays is college football day. Yeah. Which uh, I don't get to watch because I'm doing the far luck show. So I miss right. a good chunk of it. And then Sundays is NFL day and uh, mm-hmm. weekends are for football and I love it bro I love it when it's football season Me and too. I'm very very sad when football season ends I know ends. I know Sean though but it's like see the thing about Sean so Sean loves all this like dubstep and everything but then Sean also loves NFL and Sean actually considers himself to be like an expert Right? No. Come I wouldn't on. say I'm an expert. Oh, you're backpedaling. Yeah. But, no, but I you, do dude, in I your follow video- my team I follow my team and even in the off season, Horse so shit. I'm like, uh, listen, I'm listening. I'm watching. No, I watch no, no, OTAs. No, 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 no. You want to know something that's exciting? You want to know something that's exciting, Sean? Is and I know you're going to agree with this. When you said the draft, to me, I love watching college football because I like watching players' careers. Yeah, I like right. watching them yeah, go from like a, a freshman or a sophomore to going through the process of collegiate ball. Yeah, then getting drafted, then playing as, and that's how you end up knowing. All the NFL players because you watch them in college, right? Wait, but listen, hey. but listen, but listen. Before it's a great go, American. Sean made a video. All right, so for people who don't know, like Sean and I and my family, like a group, a close group of people, we have like a leadership videos and and well, we gonna... talk to each other stuff and all this other stuff, and we get each other pumped up and crazy, held accountable. You said you were going to do what by when, and then it doesn't happen. And but by the way, there's so much comedy on the. Yeah, <laughs> but Sean on that video started talking about the NFL, and you did say you'd be like, "I'm probably the guy with all the stats," you know. Like I, I, I would, do follow. Uh, I, I, I would, you, you were. Pro- but I don't know. Like I, I can't tell you every player and every team. And all right, that's, listen, that's I'm gonna put you. On I'm a not test. a fantasy. We're gonna football. do a test okay. because you talked a big one. Okay, you talked a big one, Sean. Okay, right, it's a big one. We're, it's called the NFL quiz, sucker. <laughs> Now let's find out if Sean really knows what the hell he's talking about. Number right. one, first question. Who's the, who's the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? For the Carolina Panthers. Go. Well, it's not. Um, well, don't tell me who it's not. Mason Rudolph. 
Who's the who's a quarterback for? Oh, the that's uh, Steelers. Sorry. Who's the know. fucking guy? Cam Newton? No, he's he's not. No, he's, he's not, not anymore. Him. Who is it? I don't know. Peyton Manning? No. no. Tom Brady? <laughs> no. no. They got a uh, Cam Newton's hurt, bro. Yeah, Cam Newton isn't their guy anymore. Okay. All right. Here we go. Wait a minute. What are you asking some fucked up questions for, man? I don't, you don't, know, I don't even know the answers in order? To yeah, bro. You gotta have something like. What's the kid's name, man? All right, I'll uh, tell you I right now. I don't know. I picked a quiz and now it looked old. Well, Cam Newton would have been an easy guess, but yeah. he's right. injured. He's not starting for him. Ask me another one. All right, mm -hmm. uh, all right, here we go. Let me ask you another one. Here we go. You crazy son of a bitch. Come on. I'm gonna fucking... Christian McCaffrey's there. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's dude. Man, dude, he's Baller. a beast. Baller. Okay. Stanford. Stanford. Too. See? Hydra. That's how you know about that guy. Yeah. All right. Let's you know see. about James Conner from Pittsburgh? No. Oh, Pitch for the Steelers now. It's the second year on the Steelers. Beat cancer, stage four cancer. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, they made the uh, that um, the ad from with him. Did they? Right. I don't know. I've been following him since Pitt. He's okay. a great back, beat bro. Beat cancer. I love that. He beat cancer that. and he'd do all the chemo treatments and was the captain of the team. So he'd do Shit. chemo in the morning and show up and Just be the captain of his team. Being <sighs> that drained and then working out. That that's that to me is a fucking leader. That's a all fucking right. Man. Here we go. That's a soldier. How many teams are there in the NFL? Thirty-two. Yeah, that's a correct. Of course it is. That's Besides the National Football Conference, what is the other conference of the NFL? National Football Conference, NFC, AFC. Yeah, and American. American. Okay, what team has the most Super Bowl trophies? Is it Pittsburgh? Oh. Super Bowl trophies. Uh, yeah, it's a Pittsburgh. It is Pittsburgh. Look at this guy. That's three in a row. Okay, here we go. What is the previous name of the NFL? The previous name of the NFL? Yes, sir. American Football League. I don't know. No, American Professional Football Association. Mm. That's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. How long ago was that? Shit, I don't know. Back, you know what? The picture they're showing you is back, is back when they didn't even have like real shoulder pads. That's it. Back, <laughs> back when they didn't even wear helmets. <laughs> <laughs> back when they were wearing like leather know, helmets. Like, huh? Exactly, leather mm -hmm. helmet, no face grill. I love it. Right, how many stars are there in the current NFL logo? Thirty-two. That would make sense, but that's not even an option. It's eight, twenty-two, ten, or nineteen. Eight, maybe. Yeah, it's eight. eight. I don't know why. Sean got three right. Yeah, he's got. Uh, what team has the most NFL championships? NFL championships. You might be scratching your head saying, hey, didn't you just ask that question earlier? Wrong. Giants? No, Green Bay Packers. Packers. Green Bay Packers. I thought the Green Bay Packers had the most Super Bowl wins. But they yeah. don't. No, obviously. it's Pittsburgh Steelers. That's interesting. I, I bet you Green Bay's number two. Could be. Now look at who won the first ever NFL championship. Steelers. No, it's just crazy. This is back when they didn't even have normal names. No. <laughs> there was the Akron Pros. Akron Pros. Really? That's yeah, awesome. Akron, Ohio, or some bullshit. No shit. But look at this. There was a Cleveland Indians. There was the Rock Island Independents and the Canton Bulldogs. Oh, the love that. Old timey, old timey name. Because Cleveland Browns would have been a would have been a team you would have thought maybe won yeah. the first right 
Super well, Bowl. you know what? I heard that the Steelers are actually named after like a steel union or something. And I mean, the guys from the sense. steel union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. 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 yeah, I'm not sure if that's right. I mean, Steelers Union '93 or it, some shit like hey, that, right? You, you yeah. mentioned the, you mentioned the Browns, uh, so we might as well talk about it, dude. Oh man! And you know we were talking about the draft, and we yeah. were talking about dude. What was that two years ago, or three? Is it three. two or three years ago? Three, three years, years ago. ago. Number one overall pick, Back. top of the fucking food chain, top of the food chain. Unbelievable. Who are you talking about? Miles Garrett. There you go. And, and let me just say, man, I posted on on social media. Yeah. The dude was a bitch-ass coward. And Fucking. if you're listening to this, I'm in Santa Monica. <laughs> you come down to the show. You got right. something to come say. Come see me. <laughs> yeah, come see me, fucking bitch. Uh, I don't, man, that dude just, just smutted up, just made NFL and players look real bad. He just pushed everybody back. Right. Uh, you know, 20 years. I don't well, know. I was reading the exact opposite. I was actually reading the opposite. I was reading that there was a lot of people who who quit on the NFL because it had gotten kind of milk toast and it had gotten kind of a little bit mm-hmm. less players. And this controversy and this craziness actually got them excited about the game again. Do they think all the players are like this? No, but it's an outrage. It's something that you're. It's unscripted. Well, let's let's talk about it because like a um, they just implemented what was it last season that you could finally celebrate. After your right. remember they right. banned they that took for a while. Yeah, you right. couldn't they were dance. Trying to do you a couldn't. They were trying to get. They were fuck, trying to get women to watch. I bet. Fuck you. good sports. Nah, why don't women want to see men dance? That's all I ever hear That's about. True. No, That's it didn't. It wasn't a woman That's thing. True. It wasn't a woman thing. It was like a trying to elevate. Like, yeah. oh, we're High gentlemen. Class. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. They don't do that with tennis. You know, yeah. all yeah, that bullshit. Exactly. Fuck that. Exactly. So. But the thing is, is um, Miles Garrett. All right, yeah. Miles Garrett. Everyone's talking about it. The truth is, great pass rusher. What's the truth, Sean? What's Mr. the truth, Mr. NFL? You just passed the litmus test. Why don't you tell us what's the truth with Miles Garrett? What's what? What's the real takeaway? What should people take away from that? Well, hey, I mean, this is what he does as his job. He shouldn't be getting fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck. Wow, was it Roy Rage? Yeah. I mean, he's not. He's qu- is that quarterback? You know? Fuck! Is that quarterback screwing his wife? I don't know. Well, let's see. He did say that uh, he grabbed his chunk. His you know, junk. He was saying stuff. He like said he, he twisted the tip of it a little bit during the thing. He, he did he claim saying, that too. He, yeah, he said he claimed that he was saying racial stuff to him. Hold on, now that shit would wash if it was if it had like it didn't come out until his appeal, mm-hmm. right? Like he didn't argue that. Right, Miles Garrett did right off the bat. Right off the bat, and he, you would have if that was the case. Would, he absolutely, and he would have been saying it to the dudes that were trying to hold him off. Right, and the, <laughs> wouldn't you be saying it? You would yeah, be saying it. You'd, you'd be, be like, fired no, up. Yeah. This motherfucker called me a whatever. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. None no, of was, it was said. This until, was more like this was more like they were at Miles Garrett's house, right in his man cave or whatever it is. Him and his boys thinking about like how are we gonna, how do we explain this? What, what should we do? It's what's a logical. Like, what's a reason? That sounds like a stoner fucking thing. So it was like, hey man, just say it was like the racial stuff. He said the N word. And then somebody else told me, they were like, it's wrong what Miles Garrett did. It's wrong to like hit a guy in the face with a helmet. But if anyone has a face that looks super punchable, it's that quarterback Rudolph. That guy Uh, looks like he should be punched in the face. Have you looked at his face? Yeah, bro. But I mean, listen. He he got one of those. Do you know that if he would if he would have made if he would have made if that if that if that helmet would have leveraged right and hit him with the crown, 
and oh, on a man. full swing, oh, that man. dude might be dead. Yeah. He might have killed that dude. Yeah. At least. You're talking about a huge human being, athletic human being, swinging that helmet. Not I just me you. trying to hit you on the head with the helmet. Could have killed him. And the last thing I want to say is this, is that you would think through the draft, through high school, through college, that usually they're able get to filter, get out that shit out so that yeah. you're able to filter and get. Now, I know it's not 100%. You're going to have guys that flip out. You see it all the time. And I get that, man. This sport, I couldn't imagine how frustrating uh, you know how it all goes down. I know there's a lot of dirty football. Right. He ripped the guy's helmet off. Yeah, he did whatever he did. Enough. That's enough. He should have laughed at Mason Rudolph when he when he came up yeah, and was like, ah. "That's why I think crazy. there's something seriously going on with that dude." Yeah. Well, I mean, Maybe. listen, how many guys in the NFL like murdered their girlfriend or the guy? I mean, there's an <laughs> element in the NFL that's a yeah, little out he, of control. Yeah. Uh, there is. Yeah, Some of these sports players. Let's not bullshit. Like some of these sports players have gotten a pass because they're good at what they do since they were in high school. And they've done a lot of crazy shit and no one's holding them accountable. And I'm not saying Absolutely. This. I totally think get rid of Miles Garrett. I don't even care if he plays the game ever again, to be honest with you. But my point is, is like, I don't think anyone should be surprised that in a game where, listen, let me tell you something. In a game where you've got all these men in tight pants, right, bending over and facing each other with metal helmets on. Right, right. All amped up in an arena. Now think, really think about what's going on here. Like, I really, do. Okay, and they're all amped up. They got these tight pants on. They've got like you know towels over their cocks, and there's all. Wait a minute, ease up the way you're talking. But let me just say something. No, no, no. no, This is the toughest sport in the world. There's not a tougher sport. I don't know about that. Oh no, no. I do know know about it. I don't know about that. Tell me a sport that's tougher. I would think that fucking MMA fighting. No, no, no. Not even close to it, bro. Why not, dude? Those dudes from MMA fighting couldn't get up. If they were hit, you need to go to an NFL football game and go stand on the sidelines on the lawn and watch what's going on. Once you do that, you can come back and you can tell me how MMA is the tough. It's not, bro. There's no way, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't care. Listen, you say what you say, but in MMA, they, they ain't wearing pads. And I tell you what, you take a lot of those chunky motherfuckers on the line that hit each other all day and you have them get punched right in the grill. And they're not going to get up. You think they're tough? Those guys ain't necessarily. Look, I, I think they're the toughest human beings. I think, yeah, I I think it's the toughest sport. I think MMA, I don't even, I as do. far as conditioning and and uh, just just overall everything, everything physical is way more demanding. Look, get on a, get on a motorcycle. They got driving it. about 30 miles an hour. I hear head you. on with another motorcycle sure. with your helmets. Sure. And collide. Sure. That's what's going on on the football fields, bro. Right. They're not but running like, normal speeds. They're running the same, like, the same thing in the octagon. You take a shin to a, a 60 mile an hour shin to the fucking temple. Right. That's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's even more because you don't have any protective gear. And on. those guys don't bleed as much as they bleed in the MMA. Oh it's bleeding God. doesn't. But, but bleeding out. isn't necessarily a get, sign of Dude, you get kicked toughness. in the head. Let me tell you something. You get kicked in the head from a foot. And I've seen these guys just drop like a pile of old laundry because you got kicked in the head. That foot's moving super fast. Look, all I'm saying is, is it's, I'm, look, you said it's the toughest sport. I'm saying I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, not saying, I'm saying that too. I'm not know. saying it's mm. the not the, the weakest sport. Like baseball might I'll be the weakest it, sport. I got a lot of respect sport. for the MMA guys. I think it's a, a very you got to be a real tough motherfucker. All but, I'm saying is, is if you think about the game, you're saying he's up. I'm saying, listen, there's something weird going on in the, the game. Look, I'm trying to <laughs> say to you guys, like, take a look at this. Take a look. Open your eyes. Yes, they run. They hit each other, but there's something weird. They're in a stadium, right? They got a lot of people screaming and yelling. 
Sure. Okay. They get all pumped up. First, they sit. They sit in the dark. Right. Or they sit with their coach and they're praying. They sit in the dark. Right. They sit in the dark. They're sitting with a coach. They got a guy who's trained to come in and be like, all right, boys. I know I've said a lot of shit in my life on this thing, but this time I don't know what to say to you. Right. And then you get that every given Sunday speech yeah. from some general patent guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they get all amped up. Right. It's a game of inches. You know, all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And these guys have been doing this now. For like 20 years in their life, getting all amped up. Yeah, are they do they have stir? I think they're on some kind of shit, right? I don't right. care what you are, even if it's like eight venti Starbucks, whatever's, because you're not okay. And then you go out and you you run through, and there's bitches scantily clad with pom poms, and they're screaming and yelling, and they're pumping right. the music up. And and then, but but it, there's something weird going on because it's like all these men, and I know you're gonna say ease up on it, but I'm gonna tell you something. I don't understand why a man has to bend over in front of another man and hand him a like a brown oblong shaped thing between his legs. Like it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Like you could very easily. Uh, do you like football, man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I love football, but don't you guys ever look at it and be like, "Why is that? I mean, How else is he supposed to do it? Is okay, he supposed so, to reach it around his back yeah. so they can slap it out of his hand? No, it's part of the process it's of a, keeping the, the ball. The formal, uh, formal what? It's you know, it's the traditional stance. It's the yeah, it's traditional the whole... stance. That's a good term for it. Sounds. I'm just saying, it's a little weird to have a guy bent. Uh, look, Look at look at look at. Well, so. I mean, what I ritual? What ritual yeah. isn't weird? No, oh, that's <laughs> true. I agree with that. I agree with that. Right. So all I'm saying is, is so you've got this inner. Sometimes I think there's cheerleaders. I was looking at these high school games. Okay, like I was like, listen, I look at it. I play football. I do love football, but that doesn't stop me from having some critical distance from it. just because I love something. I don't like not criticize. Okay, but it. that's like me saying, well, at MMA, dude, half the time they're 69 in each other. Yeah, guys, guys, crouching his face. I kind Why of did agree. you do that? I it's agree. part of the process of and the fight. It's I, the moves. I, listen, all I'm telling you is, is listen. I wrestle too. <laughs> And there was something weird about wrestling. I'll agree with that. I fucking agree. I'm not trying to say no. But all I'm saying is in, in football, it's like, so every every tradition's got a weird thing. In football, mm-hmm. to me, it seems real weird. Like, it seems extra weird that a guy's got to bend over, okay? Then the other guy who's the star <laughs> runs up behind him, right? Mm-hmm. With Sometimes. A towel. Listen, with a towel. He's in shotgun. With a towel. Yeah, shotgun mode, got, they're not. Yeah, yeah, well, they did that, I think, to ameliorate the pressure that's being created. <laughs> oh there's God, a lot of tension. Guy. And then they got the towel, and he comes up, and he places his hands, like, right underneath the beefiest guys' haunches, right? <laughs> And then and and then what he presses got a towel. And then he, it's like, <laughs> and then what he presses passes to him is like a brown shaped oblong. And dude, thing. we got two football fans in the room, and we got one guy that obviously does not like, like football. Yeah. You know, and what? maybe over a- some through some work, we can get him just to admit I don't care for football. No, I love football. But oh, no, I, no, I, I no, like no. Nobody that loves football talks like that about football. Yeah, no. <laughs> do they, Sean? I don't know. if I would analyze it like that. Yeah, right? but just, my point is, is that's my point. My point is, is you guys don't love it enough because you don't analyze. You don't really think about Shit. it you guys are just watching it i'm thinking about it. anyway my point is is yes they could they could do a pitch they do do that in some yeah. there is other ways to deliver a football to the quarterback but since between some guys legs that's all i'm saying yeah. so anyway you got all that going on okay 
what rightly wrongly traditions you got weird things going that's part of the reason why i think there's there's naked women on the sidelines because it's so the tension's so high they're like we gotta put some women down there to kind of like cool it out like it's a little too i got a question for you hold on so then they go around high performance drugs all this weird gender bending things going on huge stadium full of people people running smashing into each other every once in a while you're gonna have a guy lose his shit you're gonna yeah. have a guy rip yes, someone's yes, helmet off. Yes. That's okay, what I'm now, saying. Absolutely, yeah, right. absolutely, yes. It's I set mean, up for that. Fights on the these field guys all the time. are these guys are their careers are hitting people, right? Yeah, punching but, people, pushing people, running them over as hard as they can, right? As much as that happens, as much as like you know, there's there's uh, fights on the field where all the the team starts getting involved, right? You know? Sure, it's like, sure, sure. But. Right. But ripping a motherfucker's was, helmet off yeah. and then hitting him and with it? And then swinging the helmet No, because he's not even... Th- Listen, Dude, no, that, that hasn't even happened before. No, no. That's off the charts. I agree. But look at baseball. Like, baseball's way more chill than football, right? <laughs> Super chill. Right. Yeah. There's people fucking that are it's fat. It's boring. You can fucking nah, be fat. But there's been a couple times where guys have gone bats and gone for them. Well, that's my point. So Wait, you, wait, wait. Are you saying that they've picked up a bat and tried to hit yeah dude they yeah. Ran oh yeah or, 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 yeah but, brother they got in tackle before it happens but listen point is is like baseball is like so fucking laid back and chill but it's already in a stadium it's already you know a little bit of weirdness going on people yelling it's a little bit of that it's super slow people have time you know you don't have to be like fit to play baseball and then all of us do you still get team fights in that Okay, yeah. let me let me. And, let, and football's uh, like that times eighty thousand. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna just buck because I'm gonna ask a question. Do it. I'm gonna ask it to Sean. Do it. All right. Do it. Okay. I'm gonna, here's my question. Go ahead. You name. Okay. Would you say that um, Spider Silva, George St. Pierre, those are top of the chain food chain fighters? Yeah. UFC. Yeah. Are you? Would you agree? Yes. Okay. So let me take a top of the food chain running back from football. Go ahead. Oh All right. God. Let's let's say Walter Payton. Okay. Yeah. And let's say um who's my other fucking badass fucking running back? Barry Sanders. Gary Sanders, okay? Okay. Let's just take those two guys. Now you tell me, Sean. Frank Gore. Yeah. Who is taking more damage? Let's just say a three year period. Who's taking more damage? Walter Payton in three seasons. Or George St. Pierre or Spider Silver in three seasons, three years of fighting. Okay. Who's taking more physical damage? Okay. I will say you're right. That because of trauma. what they face. Trauma. Because of what they face on a on a scale of playing sixteen games, potentially more a season mm-hmm. and in practice, all that shit, definitely taking way more fucked up shit trauma shit yeah acls mcls head trauma uh uh, rib fractures and shit like that all the time every i mean look can you even have a season in football without someone getting like really fucked up sure even the best even the best i mean shit we uh, at the 49ers uh we brought on jet was it jet mckinnon Dude, he hasn't even played. Listen, this so, is a so all I'm saying is wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. All I'm saying is start adding that up through a career. Let's just say, and the careers are getting shorter and shorter. But let's say a guy that plays a ten-year career. Listen, of football, he's had to suffer and go out to that field and perform with more, more pain, more injury, more drama, tra- trauma done to him than a fighter does showing up. Yeah, oh, hold but, on a second. Hold on. And a I second. think that's toughness. All right, look. 
Okay, so now what we're talking about is definition of toughness. You're saying how much shit can one guy take? That's the definition of toughness, trauma, whatever. And I'm saying to you like, okay, even under your definition, right, mm -hmm. which is like that, even under your definition, which isn't necessarily, it's not, a, we're not even talking about conditioning, we're not talking, but even under that, it's not a fair comparison in that regard because, number one, right, through the career of these fighters, right, uh, you don't see every fight. You don't hear about every fight that they've undergone. And to your point, they have similar, these fighters, it's, even boxers, have a similar head traumas at the end of yeah. their careers. Yes, they do. They do. Yes, okay. they do. So my point is, is like, while you might be, you might be able to say like, That's I don't think, head I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, and, I, and listen, from the, uh, the MMA perspective, right, I think in terms of, also, it's all on one guy. Yeah. It's all on one guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have blockers. Singular. You don't have shared responsibility. It's all on one guy. And when you're picking Walter Payton, listen, Walter Payton is a tough dude. I'm not saying they're not tough. All I was saying is I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying it's up there. I'm just not willing to say it's the toughest sport. Okay, then I got to run one thing by you. Go ahead. And you answer this as best you can. Do it. Because this really, for me, evens the playing field. Go ahead. If you were to take all them MMA, MMA fighters. Go ahead. All of them. Yes. And you started training to play football. Yeah. How many of those guys would make it into the NFL? Well, more, more than you would think, Steve. Uh, more than you would think. Their conditioning is. More is, than you would think, my friend. I mean, A, they're not training to run. Okay, well then let me flip it like this. Go ahead. If you took all the NFL players. And you train them to be UFC fighters. Oh, man. How many would make it? Less. Fucking less. 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 Are you kidding me? Bro, they can't fight. There's guys Dude, there's that guys... are fighting in UFC, bro, that didn't even start training. That trained like five years, and they're fighting in the pros. Dude, do you know how much work you got to do to fucking make become a, a fucking a football, a NFL football player? They're elite. I'm saying they're way more elite athletes than the fighters. Not everybody could fight. I mean, it just, it. You just I think they're more. I think there's. I think they're more. No, 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 it's no, more no, strength. Look, you look, can put look. anybody in a ring hey, and call them a and fighter. Then, like, and yeah, and listen, I'll tell you one. You know what's gonna settle this bullshit right uh, here and now? Uh, you want to know what's really gonna settle what? it? We take Miles Garrett and Randolph Gillick. What's his name? Rant? Who's the guy? Mason, he, Mason Rudolph? Yeah, Mason Rudolph. We take Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Put, yeah, put him in an MMA octagon and let him fight it out. That will determine. Dude, Miles Garrett would fucking okay, look at, beat that fucker in a... Okay, this is what I'm getting at. And, and, and I want you to hear this, and I want you to hear it, and I, don't, I want you to compare just in a, in a in a way I want you to put... Motherfucking King Salmon is trying to tell me that fucking cornholing is a professional sport. <laughs> and what I want to say is if I go practice cornholing for one year, every yeah. single day, eight hours a day, I bet you I could compete oh, in championships. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I bet but, you could. Now, go take fucking King Salmon for one year and train him playing football and go see if you can make it on a high school football team. There's too it much complexity. Happen, dude. There's too much complexity. Wait, wait, wait. No, he's making a good point, which is like, and this is where I think this conversation, now that we've had it out a little bit, this conversation is kind of is pulling out two aspects of what athleticism is. Athleticism on a certain level is about physical pain, right? Like how much, whether that's effort from training, effort from getting trauma, whatever it is, physical pain. And the other side of it also is like technique. Like how much technique? I, go, well, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. So I was going to say is what you're saying is a great point, which is like 
these football players, it's a blend of technique and pain that they undergo in order to play that specific position well, like Ronnie Lott or whoever else, right? There's a lot of technique. And all I'm saying is, is that if, if we're trying to pull that all together, it's the same thing with fighting. It's just the emphasis on technique and pain. I don't know. I think it's the same as fighting. Now, cornhole, that's purely technique. <laughs> I don't think there's any pain involved in cornhole. Or athleticism. But no. I do want to say, look, anybody can pick up UFC, MMA. Uh, you could train to be a kickboxer. And probably within a year or two, Go start pro. thinking about going you know, start thinking about getting yourself in some competition, right? Okay. Okay. But NFL, you're not getting in the NFL. Basically. You got a fucking window, and your window is high school. You got to fucking really, really rock it to the top of your school and then make it into college and then make it into the NFL. And only a very, 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 very small selection of those guys make it to the NFL, and then succeed. You know, those guys on practice Plus, squads, Plus, the NFL's been shit. around long enough to create that weeding system, right? That weeding system, it's been around longer than the MMA system's been around to develop a weeding system. Be like, yeah. okay, wait, there's not even an MMA, like, high school sport. There's not even that. So, like, yeah, Joe Blow can show up down at the fucking local smoker and fucking try to fight it out with some guys or whatever versus, like, the NFL, they're already looking at, like, you at, in high school. They're already right. weeding out, dude. So mm. that's and NFL is like, you know, you play college and you're a fucking champion. Look at a uh, quarterback for uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Mm -hmm. Dude was a fucking stud, right? First right. round draft pick, and you might not perform in the NFL. And now they're talking about. He just can't fucking play. He's at the bottom right, of the right, Yeah, pack. but you know right, what? Right. For every one of those, you got to flip. You got to flip on those. You got you got the Tom Brady. Who was right. like a, a low round draft pick? Or look that at no, George Kittle or Aaron Rodgers. Even Aaron Rodgers wasn't even the first out the gate. Right. Or even uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson. Right. All yeah. these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Now listen, Tebow. You, look at Tebow. You have those guys too. Yeah. You can exactly. pull it off for a year yeah. or two, and then that's a wrap. Kaepernick you know? or whatever his name is. Kaepernick. Yeah. Kaepernick's actually in some They're practice. You yeah, see some yeah, yeah. practice of him throwing the ball around. Yeah. yeah. He, I don't know what's. Is he pat? Is it over? Or you think he can do something? I definitely think he could do something. the The problem is, is that uh, you know, no one's going to give him a chance. He's politically backballed himself. But dude, why? I, I got some really complex issues with uh, Kaepernick. Do you? Because yeah. I think what he stands for is great, mm -hmm. but I think he the way uh, he went about it. No, I think mm -hmm. that he's just he's not a great quarterback. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. That he's got a good arm. Time. He's he can run. But like I, I have some problems with his the way he reads. You know mm -hmm. what? Listen, that to me, that's kind of like where Tebow's at. It's like one of these guys that got a little bit of heat, mm -hmm. and then they ran mm -hmm. some other thing to blow their name up, right? right. Like right, politics right, or right, Christian, right, right. whatever it is. Kaepernick should go into politics. Yeah, he should. He, he should. should. I think, but I think he's definitely at least middle of the pack if you brought him in right now yeah. as a quarterback. He right, could, he right, could right, the right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's He'd be a great backup, great backup quarterback. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. The answer is, um, the answer is this: uh, that in, that uh, MMA is tougher. No, I'm just kidding. No, the answer <laughs> is this. You brought up King Salmon. I guess this is as good a time as any. Now we've. I think we've run this one out. King Salmon, my cousin, who uh, engenders anger and irritation in just about everybody he kind of encounters on a certain level, yeah. right? Sean, 
you know, we were talking last night. So, so my cousin puts up, he's part of this leadership group, right? Mm. King Salmon. First mm. of all, King Salmon listened to the show we did. Yes. And huh. fucking blew a gasket. A head gasket. Yes. I, dude, he. Good for him. Oh, my. Dude, can we call him? <laughs> I, dude, when I get the, the phone call thing going, yeah, we will. Yeah. We're, we're working on that. Listen, King Salmon blew a gasket. Um, and he did a series of videos. They were like, <laughs> he so, it makes so, me so happy. <laughs> listen, it was crazy because his car took a shit, right? Remember he was, let's, let's yeah. bring everyone up to see King Salmon's my cousin who is the craziest dude you'll ever meet. He's up there with puck. He's up there with puck, right? In the he's frustration. A, he's a, he's a, yeah, right. Okay. He's a wild man. Anyway, his car broke down and he borrowed, he guilted Sean into loaning him the car. Yeah. We talked and about it on the show. We talked about it on a show and he left dry roasted peanuts and, 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 and a dildo and mm-hmm. near beer and, and, near, and yeah. fake beer or whatever that non-alcoholic beer in the car. And we joked about that. Anyway, so he heard that show and he, and, the, and what happened is when his car broke down, he had to do a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. And so he'd be like, he'd do these videos. He'd send them to me and Sean, and he'd have these giant headphones on, and he'd be walking on the shoulder of like a street. <laughs> shoulder like, of the road. Yeah, there's like cars going by. Walking on gravel. And he's, he's like walking, and he's like, hey, dude, these fucking shows are great. Just like motivational. Dude, I just got done listening to Esteban Oreo, man. I'm going to bring in my camera. Da, 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 da. And Sean and I were sitting there like on the edge of our seat biting our nails because he's like on show 13. And like this show is like 17. Right. And he's got a lot of walking to do. Right. Right. He's got a lot of time <laughs> so to kill. Up. It's coming on. It's like watching a fuse that's been lit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And every time he's complimenting Sean and I, he's like, hey, guys. I just want to say, like, a lot of heart to you, Sean. A lot of heart to you, Chuma. And Steve, you guys are doing your thing, and I'm so proud of you guys because it's really good. He was being so right, positive. Right, right, And then His one day I wake up, <laughs> and I look at the video, and there's a thumbnail. Oh, no. <laughs> I can tell by the look of the thumbnail that he's heard the show where we were talking shit about right, it. Right, right, Like, right. his face is all red. Yeah. <laughs> His eyes are all red, and his lips are all crazy. He looks like I don't know. Remember the Muppets? Get tomato, dude. He, um, like he, you ever in the Muppets? There was that scientist guy, and then he had his little sidekick named Beaker, and Beaker would be like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he looked just like Beaker, and he had like a frown, dude. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. So what I, what happened, dude? I played the video, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know what, guys, I fucking. He was like breathing all hard, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I'm real emotional right now. I, I don't fucking, I'm not even. You know what? I have to take a beat. I have to take a beat because I don't know what I'm gonna say right now. I'm gonna, and then he like took another like six hours to process his feelings about the show. And then he got back on and he's like, "You know what? Really? You know what? Fucking Steve doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he doesn't just. I don't need his approval." Fuck that. I don't need but you know what really hurts is you guys made me sound like a deadbeat on the show. Oh, All these people have never met me before. King Salmon, you made me sound like a deadbeat. I get it. You do the voice. You've been doing the voice forever. You've been doing the voice forever. Look <laughs> at Sean's dying over there. You've been doing the voice forever and that's fine. Fuck it. Ha ha, I get it. It's the show. That's the way it is. But you know what, Sean? It really hurts us. I've never asked you for anything, brother. One time I asked to borrow a car, but if I would have known it was such a big deal, I would have not asked for anything, brother. 
and you made me sound like a fucking deadbeat, like a fucking lop. <laughs> a lop. <laughs> a mooch. Right. So dude, we had to talk him down for a while. He was all pissed. Sean. Were you talking off the edge of a fucking building? I had to, to tell him, dude. I had. I wish I want to get permission to play the videos on our show because mm. they're fucking class. I'm uh, not doing them justice. Mm. Right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. How funny were those videos? So he got his feelings hurt. Yeah, he, he was upset. Yeah, he was definitely upset. But then he calmed down. Yeah. Oh, well. Then he calmed down. Well, I think we told him that, like, you know, nothing we said was, like, untrue. Right. No, if he got hurt, he got hurt with some people talking about how he really acts and what he really does. So if he got offended, he was offended with the truth. Right. right. And then I tried to tell him, like, because he was trying to say, like, you know what? Look, he doesn't like me. The only way he knows me is through you. No. But that's not true, right? Ex not true. I've had exchanges with him you tried directly. To yeah, you tried to help him with his business. Oh, man. I've, I've talked to the guy. I've watched him come in and half-ass shit. I've watched him come in unprepared. He's made promises to me and all of us that he hasn't kept. What is he talking about? Right. He's, he's trying to lay that on me. Yeah, so I, I set him is. straight on that. I was like, come on, bro. And then Sean was like, well, he ha it's not like I he never asked me for anything. He has asked me for shit before. He just doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Selective. Selective. Selective memory when but, he's talking to you. So we were, I was listening to that the other day, and I might see if I can pull some drops from that for the Please. show. But the other thing is that we were talking about- With what, his permission. With his permission. I guess. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah come on. Sean's got a soft spot. I got a soft spot for everybody, I think. I mean, I just don't want to. No, you don't, because last night, so that's the backstory. But last night, Sean texts me, and he's like, I can't do it anymore, bro. I can't, man. What, what, did, what did King Salmon do that pissed you off last night? Like, what got to you? Come on. You know what? I have to, like, rewatch it. And don't tell start you, doing and that. And tell you blow for blow, but there's so, it's like. What happens? If, if he could, like, concoct the perfect video message to piss me off. Mm -hmm. And just like irritate the shit out of me, uh, he did so. Listen, and so what you need to understand is that like so so we have these leadership videos where we talk about what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, he gets on right, and he's doing a video. It's not directed at Sean, mm -hmm. like he's not saying like, "Hey, Sean." He just gets on there and he's like, "Listen, you know what? I've been talking to my patent attorney. I'm getting a fucking. I got my whole setup. I got the thing and my do 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 do. And let me tell you something." I was listening to a podcast show on on Cornhole, and, and my name was reigning supreme. Like, they were talking about, my name came up, like, maybe four times, talking about my old bags, dragon bags, talking about razor bags, talking about, you know what I mean? And it's like, I've already, like, I'm one of the pioneers in the Wild West of Cornhole. And he puts that video up, right? <laughs> look, at, look at Steve's eyes. And, 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 like, it annoys me, too, but... I don't know. And Sean never reaches out that much to us on his own, right? Mm -hmm. Am I wrong about that, Steve? Right, right, like, right. Sean's kind of like, you know, doing his own thing. He's got a kid. Da, 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 da. Sure. But out of nowhere, like on a 4.30 p.m. on a Friday, I get a text from Sean. And he doesn't even explain it to me. He's just right. like, I can't do I, I can't do it. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's not going to be able to come to the show tomorrow. That's what I thought he was uh -huh. talking about. I'm like, do what? He's like, I can't watch another video from King Salmon, dude. Yeah, it's like really yeah. pissing me off. And now I start laughing because I'm like, what is going on? Right, right. Why does that trigger you so much, Sean? That's funny. I mean, I don't want to get really involved in like what's been said in the videos or because I, I feel like that's kind of like personal or whatever. Okay. But 
But what triggers you? But like, <sighs> is it the level of full of shitness of him? It's just like the. The like bragging and boasting and like, why does the bragging? What is it about the bragging and boasting? I don't know, man. It's Come just on, the, it's, dude. It, it's it's with anybody, like anybody who like talks a lot of shit. But I don't see. I don't know, man. No, you don't see what you don't see. What I don't like see uh, like an abundant amount of success, but they're talking like there's an abundant amount of success. Right, right, right. Like. I agree with Sean one thousand percent. I agree too. I'm trying fraudulent to fraudulent to me. Right there, you go. You don't like fraudulent boasting. Yeah. What did I just say? That is exactly what Steve said. What did you say? The level of bullshitness. Right yeah. Out of his mouth. But it makes you uncomfortable, Sean, to kind of fully come out and just own that and be like, "It's bullshit." Right. Why? I think because what causes you to I feel think uncomfortable. It almost feels to me like they're fishing for me to congratulate them. Yes. Yes, and I don't. I, I'm not. I don't want to be invited into your fraudulent things because I don't want to give my own fraudulent feelings to you, or tell you a lie or whatever. And then and you're like, almost offended by it. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Because it's like Why asking me to lie. Exactly. Almost. Exactly. You, does that make sense? Yeah. Wait a second. This is interesting. Why does that? And I get it. And I'm with you guys. I'm not. I'm, look, my job is to be the analyst guy, right? Right. Okay. So. So what you're saying, what you and Steve both are saying, and I feel the same thing. It's like they're fishing for a compliment. Right. You didn't ask them to do, to promote themselves. You didn't right. say like, "What are you up to, man?" Yeah. They just come on and they're like, "Dude, I'm doing this big ass thing, and it's yeah. the biggest thing that's ever gonna happen. You're not gonna believe what's gonna happen." And then, and then, because of rules of conduct and politeness, it's almost like now you feel a pressure that you have to be like, "That's great." Absolutely. And you feel like that's... 1,000%. And you feel like that's that's putting you in a bad position because your genuine feeling is like, man, shut the fuck up. Yes. But because you came out and said all this stuff and polite rules dictate that I say, that's great. Now I got to choose. Now Sean Lewis, sound man, has to choose. Do I tell you the truth and tell you to... Sh man, you, that's the same fucking shit you've been saying for the last 25 years and you still have fucked up pants <laughs> or congratulations, man. I'm happy for you. Right. And you shouldn't be put in that position because it's not your responsibility. It's not your, it's not your job. It's not your, you didn't ask for that. You didn't put yourself out there to say, I'm going to help you keep your lie together or I'm gonna be the one to destroy it. Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Steve, uh, go I, ahead. I. What pisses me. I'll tell you what part pisses me off, is that he can't step out of his little whole world of it enough to know that it's just fucking some cornhole fucking bags. Like you didn't contribute that much to the world. Nobody really gives a fuck about it, but you and like a couple thousand people you know in the world, and. It's like when somebody is like, well, I'm the one that created those fucking plastic knobs on those fucking volume control things. And, and they start talking and elaborating how great it is what they've right. contributed. But they can't step out of themselves and be like, all right, that's great, bro. But nobody gives a fuck about those well, things. And he makes it like he contributed something to the planet that everybody's cure, cure trying to do. And, cure for cancer. And it's just so difficult. And it's like, dude, that... like. Okay, fine. But nobody really gives a fuck. It's just more bullshitness. 
Look at Sean. It makes him uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable a little bit, right? I am here. because, like, I feel like maybe if he, come on, no, no. As long as before he's before like, you go on, let me just say this. As no, long no, no. as he's successful in, in that corner of the world, I don't really care if it's cornhole or or whatever. Just as long as he's successful. Um. Okay. So here's it the... doesn't necessarily matter to me that it doesn't give. <sighs> let me put it this in a different term then. There's guys that have done way more than him with the razor bags and with the this and with the whole thing, yeah. and they won't even mention it. Yes. They'd probably never even mention it yes. because they're able to keep it. They're able to get a real view of what it is. Right. It's like, we're talking about fucking cornhole bags. Like They have it in perspective. In perspective. And this guy is on some other page, you know? like Right. Like, if well, you're really about it, you'd have done that shit. You don't need to tell anybody about it. It's like, right. yeah, I designed some cornhole bags. Right. Hot little sport people that are drunk play I, in the back of bars. I think what pisses me off is that there's a lot of people that are really successful, and they're not ringing the bell as hard. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think you would like anybody, even if they fucking did come up with the cure of cancer, if that's all they're riding on all day long. Right. Or they're trying to get you, they're trying to sell to you, to, like you said, to compliment them. Oh man, you know it really you're like, and then just by you doing that, you now you're involved in their bullshit, right? Co-signing their, you know, so grandiosity. Then, so did you have a con? You said you were going to clear this with him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a conversation with him yet, but now I definitely have to before <laughs> this shit comes out because. Uh, but you know, yeah, I, I definitely. Oh, I told you that I wanted to clear with him. Right. You know what? Let me, let me say this. I wanted to like clear this. Let out. me say this to you. Go ahead. And I always do stuff like this. If I was talking to my sponsor about this, yeah, and I was saying this fucking thing, my sponsor would say one thing: "Be, hey, wait a minute. Now imagine if you were him and you had to do that much just to get validation. You needed to do that much just to get some rub on the back or applause. Imagine if that was you." And then it starts making me feel like, because I know what that is, Damn, bro. And I really want to always fuck with him. But now if I put myself, well, if that's the greatest thing that he has to live on and he doesn't have a lot more to draw off of, of course he's going to put that up. And that's the only way he knows how to maneuver. Let me put all this in front of you. A ain't this good? Aren't I good? Isn't I, ain't I smart too? Like That's what it really is, bro. That, that's the only way, reason somebody would do that. And you, in that part, I should be compassionate to some point damn, to the guy. Homie. Yeah, that is one thousand percent right. That's correct, Steve. However, where I come from on this thing, right, is number one. At a certain level, to me, it's entertaining and funny. But at a second level, it always, I always come back to I should have compassion, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, but what is the compassion? What is compassion? What's Brother, compassion? It's it's cutting somebody some some slack is what it nah, is. compassion is what's compassion, Sean? Uh, being tolerant in this situation, I guess. Compassion is to be feeling with, right? Right, like you're feeling with, like you're doing something, and also you're caring about the person's well being, right? You're like, okay, I'm gonna cut him some slack because I'm not trying to come down on him a ton of bricks because he's weak. Sean's saying like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm whatever. And so on a certain level, you're correct. It's like, that's all correct. But at the deeper level, for Ooh, me, right? I know it's coming here. I'm like, the true compassionate move for me mm -hmm. is to fucking punch him square in the fucking Absolutely. balls. Oh, yeah. shit. Because yeah. I don't need to enable his ego. 
Exactly. Right. And so, so there's other people like, and I've come to grips with this. And dude, I'll be honest with you. I was just thinking about this last night. I'm at a crossroads in my life every day between mean and funny, like mean, honest, and funny, mean, honest, and funny. That's my fucking, that's my get down. That's where I'm at all the time in my life. That's where I'm at. I used to think like that was a problem. And this last year I've been embracing it. Like, you know what? That's where I'm helpful. I'm helpful where I can be like, you know what, Matt? You know what, King Salmon? You know what? Right? If what you want is approval from people who aren't even involved in your shit, like if that's what you want, your mom is just like right around the corner. Now you can go over to her and get a cuddle with her big billowy booby and you're a grown man, but she's going to tell you all the lies that you mm-hmm. want to hear, that your ego, not the real you, your ego wants to hear to protect you from looking at yourself in the mirror and then realizing how much work there is to really do. I, I can't agree with you enough, Chumahan. And I want to say this. I'm not a dumb guy. Right. I have my eyes open. Yeah. I practice compassion throughout my life and with people yeah. that I feel really deserve compassion. And when the time comes and somebody like King Salmon, I'm not doing that guy any favors the way I see it. Fuck him. Figure it out or get the fuck out of my way. Right. That's right. it. And right. I'm doing him the biggest favor by doing that's, that's how I do it. Absolutely right. And, and this is kind of the point I wanted to get with Sean, like to a certain extent while I'm in this conversation, because Sean's Sean's the kind of guy that really does. He cares very deeply about almost everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Almost everything and everybody. Like, he, you just said that, I think, just now. So Sean's like a guy like that. And for Sean, one of his hardest, you know, we're in this leadership. Where, and, you know, we could say it's about being a man. But I think women or whoever wants to be a leader, right, where you're like, okay, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to step up. I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to own this shit, right? And I'm going to get other people. If you're, if, I heard it from somewhere where they're like, if you're a leader, right, you call yourself a leader and you talk a good one but there's nobody following you, then you're just a guy on a walk. You ain't a leader. You right, need to have right, followers. Right, 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 right. So Sean is, you know, working his, like, levels of leadership on, like, all this other kind of stuff. And I think one of the stress points or the, or the points for Sean that's difficult is balancing or finding out when is it time for Sean to punch King Salmon in the nuts and just mm-hmm. be like, man, box all that shit up and shove it up your ass and get back to being consistent. Yeah versus, you know, well, he, if he's successful at anything, then I'll be all right. That's kind of like, a, that's a mother aspect. You know? It, Go it ahead. took it took you to say that to realize that that's really what the compassion is here. Um, so Right, that's the helpful yeah. thing. Yeah. But you know, I know something, I just figured out what it is, why, what really bothers me about that guy. Do it. it. And the reason why anything that comes out of his mouth, he doesn't get a break from me. What? Because that guy has no fucking humility. I've never seen him humble up. I've never seen him. He, he thinks he's got a fucking angle for everything. That's and true. even if he acts like he's humble, he's figuring his little plan. He's looking at you sideways and doesn't really yeah. buy in. He ain't. I need a motherfucker to be like, you know what, man? I'm full of shit, bro. <laughs> and I ain't been running bullshit on you guys. And I'm starting to believe it because I've been running bullshit. And I don't want to do this anymore. 
and can you show me, man? Dude, right. you and know then what? be consistent in wanting somebody to show you that I can fuck with. But I, that dude walks around with some arrogance, like he knows some shit, and this motherfucker's buying clothes from fucking fucking Coles. Uh, from Coles. From motherfucking Rite Aid, bro. He puts his <laughs> outfits on a Rite Aid. Like, what the fuck are you gonna talk to me about? Dude, style that's so fashion? true, dude. There's times. Listen. So so we've lived with King <laughs> Salmon back touch. in the 20s. We've mm. lived with King Salmon back when we were in our 20s, right? Mm. Like, so we, we, dude, we've been on every, we've been through every layer of hell with King Salmon you could even imagine. Ones you wouldn't even <laughs> fuck with. Ones that I probably we couldn't even tell you because it might demote us in your eyes. Because we're like, yeah. yeah, we were rolling with King Salmon. <laughs> but like King Salmon, dude, right? Mm. He would do shit like, you're 100% right. Right. Like mm. whenever I start to wonder, like, how does it work that somebody who's got the most arrogance is the one who thinks that they have like they have zero self-esteem. <laughs> right. You right. hear that. Right. But he's a classic example because you're right. And there'll be times, dude, we were sitting there and like Sean and I would be sitting there and sound man, Sean and, and, and Matt would have another cockamamie like get rich scheme idea. Right. Like it was mm. pay phones and it was, you know, whatever. Right. And you have these cockamamie ideas and we and then. He be trying to get Sean to buy into it, right? Yeah. He be Sean would be sitting on a couch, right, in an apartment. Remember, I told you the one binocular. Yeah, he'd be yeah. looking at me, and Matt would be like sitting there, and then he'd be like, "So what, dude? You want what the fuck you think?" And Sean would be put once again in the position of telling him like that idea sucks, or okay, yeah, let's 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 start expending energy in another boondoggle, and like <laughs> Sean. And he would be sitting there, and then, and then, and this is how arrogant my cousin can be sometimes. Because mm -hmm. if you be there, and if he thinks he's on one, like if he thinks he's got one, he'd be like, mm -hmm. what's the matter? You don't want to be fucking rich? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You don't want to be rich? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, like, <laughs> look, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, you don't want to come with me to the fucking treasure island where I'm going to have the million dollars? Listen, you know what? It's cool. Oh, it's cool. I'll buy you a plane ticket so you can visit me from time to time, but you don't want to be rich. You don't want to be a fucking millionaire. And yeah, and and he guy. would do that so much that Sean would like confess to me, he'd be like, dude, like he'd be saying that, and he'd believe it so much that I'd start to be like, maybe he's on to something. You <laughs> <laughs> would double right? guess it, yeah, yeah, right? Some of them, bro. He'd be listen, like, wow, is he gonna hit this guy? Okay, now listen, this guy's not from what I know. He's not. He's not a homosexual, right? No, I don't know. No. He likes women, okay? So this is what kind of where he does, this is where he doesn't get a pass from me for. This guy shows up. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. At about. his cousin's. This guy has a son with him, yeah. okay? He's got his yeah. son with him. Shows up at his cousin's wedding shower party in front of the whole family with like a purple choker on <laughs> and purple nail polish on all his fingers. I want to leave this guy and go, you disrespect Chumahan, you're disrespecting me because I have to look at you and sit next to you. You got your son with you. What the? What the? What are you doing, man? Get act like a man, bro. I want to tell that guy go home, change, and come back when you're fucking dressed like a fucking adult. So is why are you making this thing about you? Is part of the reason you hate him because of the nail polish? It's because it, I think he does stuff for like. Not shock value, but like conversation, like, attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Look That's at this true. guy. He's yeah. weird. He's yeah. strange. I mean, he's, he's kind of like admitted it, right? And we've gotten into fights with with King Salmon in the past because, dude, we lived in this shithole apartment. Below us lived two like you know burned out like young like chicks, right? That 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 people were trying to date. 
they weren't super hot, but they were all right, right? Yeah. It's like pizza chicks. Yeah. Like, good enough. Yeah. Right? Like, it's okay. Dominoes. Dominoes, right? So these girls, are, and one of the girls was giving King Salmon attention, and he, she, he put garland, listen, it was near Christmas time, and he put garland on his head. Like, you know that you put on a tree? He put it <laughs> against Steve's face. And, and this the, guy pissed me off. And he was man. going around. Wait, wait, wait. And he put garland on his head inside our apartment, like to be wacky. And the girl's like, to be oh. kooky. Yeah. And the girl was like, oh, that, that. I, the, one of the chicks was like, complimented him. Like, oh, no. So he, we, we were going out to dinner. Uh, no. And he put the Shut garland the on his head and wore it all the way out to the dinner because the girl complimented him and me and Sean were like, dude, take that shit off your head. And he was Are like, no, dude, I'm fucking me. You know, I'm unique. But it was all tied to what this girl what said. What this girl right? said, right, 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 right. right. Oh. All right, man. Can we, we, we can't waste any more time on this guy. He, we've blown him up so much. Listen, we made him a star just now. Yeah, but listen, let me tell you something. Sean and I come up with an idea. And let me ask you this, because this dovetails right into... Puck, right? We had that show with Baby Ray and Puck, who we got to kind of uh, explore Dude, your feelings on that show. Yeah, yeah. Because you were you were not feeling that show, but but you no. Know, and a lot of people that listen to it say the first thing they go is, "Bro, I could tell." Right. They could tell by my voice. Listen, you didn't. So so Baby Ray, the tattoo master, came in. Mm -hmm. He brought with him the reality TV has been star Puck. Right. Okay, from MTV's Real World. And I didn't invite Puck on the show. Right. But out of respect for Baby Ray, he's like, oh, it's coming down with me. He's my boy. He's great. He's I'm like, oh, okay. I've known Ray for for close to 30 years. Right. Out of respect for Ray. All right. Right. But um, I don't I don't I don't like people that just got diarrhea of the mouth and all the diarrhea coming out is shock value shit. They right. just say shit to get reactions from people or you know. Um I don't like people that can't cooperate and listen and, and, and know when to just shut the fuck up because this interview is about your friend, not you. Right. You're a guest here. Right. Um, and you, I, had to I had to contain myself, man, because I was getting frustrated. And My you know, favorite part of that was when, was when uh, you know, Puck comes in in the early part of that show, and I can already tell Steve's irritated. Steve doesn't like that high energy clown bullshit around him. You don't like <laughs> I that. I don't, man. I don't. You really don't. don't. He's yeah, a serious dude. He, uh, he, almost, he, uh, he, he almost got crazy because I was suggesting that there was like something funny about football, right? Like right, it almost right, hit right. a landmine. Yeah. So Steve was like, so when Puck comes in, dude, and, and, and I already know, like I know Steve well, I don't know everything about him, but I know him well enough that when Puck goes, you don't know who I am, do you? You don't know who I am. Don't worry. You don't know who I am. I'm going to charm you. I'm a charmer. And Steve goes, ah, oh, no, I, I like you already, bro. I can already tell. <laughs> that's a straight up lie. That's, a Steve, that's Steve's for, I'm about to take you around the block and fucking Man, bro. handle this. Yeah, it was a couple times right? where I was ready to snatch him up out of the seat. What happened to a guy like Did that? you like his Anthula story? Um, I didn't like any any I didn't like anything he had to say. I don't I don't care for that guy. I don't care for people but like so, him. And when he hears this, yeah, Puck. I don't like you. Not so much. <laughs> listen, not, not so much. And, 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 and you're not coming back on the show ever again. Listen, well, it's well, I'm sad that you say that. I don't want to see that motherfucker even in Santa Monica. I'm, or sad, I'm, I'm, sad, I'm sad to hear you say that because Sean and I were thinking like, what would be an amazing, an amazing show 
would be Road Trip from Hell, Puck and King Salmon. So let me go on with talking about something else. <laughs> so what I wanted to say was this was I learned and I gained something from this show because listeners listen. Right. I may be a little bit of a little bit of a control freak, a little anal tentative. Is that the right word? A- not anal, anal retentive. Anal retentive. Anal oh. tentative means you attend to the anal. Oh shit. <laughs> no. God anal damn. retentive. Okay. Anal retentive. I might be a little bit, you know, uh, c- controlling and I want to deliver this very clean perfect product to my listeners. Right, right. you do. You know? you and do. but that's not reality. It's not real life. Right. And it's certainly not what our show reflects. And I had to let my partners who I trust back me up a little bit and let the show be what it was and let the listeners be included in whether it's a 10, whether it's an 8, whether it doesn't matter. Right. We need to allow you listeners to be included in our journey as we learn, as we grow, as we go through ups and downs and whatever it may look like. Right. All we're doing is documenting the truth or recording or however you want to say it. You know, you, know, you, you got to let these shows breathe. You got to pop it up um, and like let it breathe a right. little bit. And it's interesting because you come from a fashion background. Mm-hmm. Now, in the fashion background, it is a little bit about like, it's things got to be clean. Like your design, even if you're making a messy design, mm-hmm. it's got to be super intentional. Right. Right. Yeah. And, it's, and there's certain limitations around it. But what this is, is this is opening up a door into our worlds and our worlds uh, are messy. There's chaos and there's ugliness and it doesn't necessarily mean that like we agree with it doesn't necessarily mean that that reflects our values or what we're trying to do. But it is something that people can relate to because, you know, a lot of our listeners um, and like I would say nine out of ten of them were like, oh, that show was wild and entertaining. Right, a lot of people like that show. But there was one guy I saw Killer Beans or Killer Bees. I don't know what the fuck is now. I don't have time to look it up. But he said that that show, it pissed him off. He said, I liked Diablo 1 and 2. I like Lepke. I like Esteban Oya. I like Poncho. I even like the fucking cookie guy. But he said, when, but Puck ruined the Baby Ray show, he said in his comments and said mm-hmm. it sounded a little bit like a 90s sex party or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> and, I, and I saw that and I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, there's a place for all those people in here for with us. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Right? And we, and we yeah. want to hear all of the reviews. Absolutely. I mean, we might not agree with them, we might, but it's got nothing to do with what we're trying to do or who we are or where we're going. Right. Right? Yeah. And, and so that's why Sean and I were proposing, like, would be interesting is we send, we, we send a crew, like we send sight or we send somebody, right, in a car and we tell Puck and we tell King Salmon, like, you got an all expense paid trip to Vegas. We're going to film everything and mm-hmm. you're going to the Bunny Ranch. Right. right. And here are two golden tickets. We've mm-hmm. paid for whatever you want. <laughs> you can go as wild as you want at the Bunny Ranch. Puck and King Salmon, right? And then we send a film crew with them. So first and foremost, it's the craziness of Puck and King Salmon screaming about what they know about Vay, all that crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then we set the car. We have one of like um, Charlie Chacon's, like Gabby Chacon, his uncle, somebody, mm-hmm. set up a car that's gonna have problems along the way. Like built in, like tires gonna pop. You shouldn't have said that on air. <laughs> no, no. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, well, because the chances of them actually being over there. Yeah. And then when they get to the Bunny Ranch, when they turn in the tickets, like, mm-hmm. we just made it up. There's no free ones. And <laughs> 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 we get to hold Yeah. Right, and they're like, I need to see the manager. And we go, oh, <laughs> and we're not leaving until we get this. These are special fucking things. Hot tub only. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, dude. And just watch them melt down. $1,000 golden ticket. Yeah. I would and then it- on the way back, the car breaks down. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Puck's, you know, instructing King Salmon because Puck's the older, like, right. goofball the loser elder. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that knows and really uh, how to do it. And they know. just draw a bunch of eyeballs on the dashboard <laughs> on the way there. Like, we were thinking that would be funny if we could put that together and then just pick, like, the top, like, yeah, five minutes. That'd be just remarkable right there. <laughs> I say do it. Because that way we don't have to be there. Right. No, we're not there. We get to comment and we'll just play clips from it or whatever. That's funny. That's a fucking feature film. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Road Trip from Hell, King Salmon and Puck. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Dude, if we can convince them we can make money with it, they might actually go for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So here's the thing, though. That brings us to another problem. So, So, like, we kind of had a similar... A little bit like issue with Diablo because I'll be let's be real with the listeners when when guys come in and they're like doing their thing we can't really tell in time what's it sounds like right the right. show sounds like until right. you hear it played back yeah sure so when Diablo came in it was a little bit like that too it was a little bit like uh, he'd hit the Jameson pretty hard was that even yeah. a good show do you remember we talked about it absolutely I, because I have Listen, I have a lot of respect, and I still do for, for Diablo, and I think that I've promoted and shared my my homeboy with everyone. Yeah, um, as a a really smart, broad thinker and writer, and yeah. he may appear to look one way, but this dude's a deep dude with a lot of talent, and and yeah. the way he expresses himself is just, and then for him to come in. And hit the bottle hard and be like kind of just sounding ignorant and kind of out of it. <laughs> I feel like is a reflection. I felt like it was a, f- a reflection of me. Right. Um, which I maybe personalize it too much. It's not necessarily a reflection of me, but um, I feel like he kind of limited himself. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. No, but I mean, I think it's you. I think it's you. Like, no, yeah. you're right. But I do. I definitely feel like. Sometimes when these things happen, you're thinking like, wait a minute, it's my name on the show. You know, I'm putting a product out there kind of to a certain extent. This guy's supposed to be my homeboy. And when we're representing to a certain extent this area, and then you're like, then he comes in and he's a little bit of a chowderhead with a Jameson bottle. Right. And it's like, you're right. like, I don't want to come off like that. I, I don't come from that world like that. that. <laughs> I don't, but you know what? I it works you, differently. Yeah, and it, but you know what the thing is? Is the truth is, like, and you and I've been dealing with a lots of different people, and we have people. And like, look back on a reservation, I have people. Sean, you got Sean. How many nudnik friends do you have from Northern California? Um, that I still talk to. Like, like if we did a Which show, everyone, every 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 nudnik is every friend is a nudnik. Right. So every one of Sean's boys, right, to a certain now Sean Sean himself is a professional. Right. Right. And the man is fucking signing fucking distribution deals for producer loops, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This guy's a big fucking guy came off of not knowing how to do it at all. Called me up and he and I had a heart to heart. And he's like, Should I do this? I don't know if I have enough experience. And I'm like, fucking do it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Of course he does. And then he shows up and he signed two contracts already. That's my man. Yeah. Blue right. eyes. Right. Right. Gonna happen. Yeah. His wife still's not impressed. All right. Okay. 
Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Right. So true. So 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 so. But if he was to go back to his neighborhood and start talking to a guy named Cheech, whose real name is Chris <laughs> what? Chris. Okay. He doesn't yeah. want to. Chris. 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 Cheech. Right, who has some? If you brought in Cheech on and we started talking about the old Cheech days, there'd be some silly stories in there. Right. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, Tone Capone, who we've kind of already told you about, sure, right? Uh, who's the kind of guy who you know uh, drank vodka out of Tupperware containers? <laughs> who uh, Matt, to a certain extent, King yeah. Salmon's a nude Nick a little bit. Well, I don't else? know. I don't know if, if Cheech is a nude Nick anymore. I, I think he's got his shit together. I don't know. Um, I, I, who I else? Can't com- I can't. Uh, late 80s. Late 80s. We know a guy whose name is late 80s for the last 20 years because mm. of his haircut. One of the biggest weed dealers in... in, in, in uh... Hey, hey, easy. Oh. You don't want to give the guy up. Uh, no, he's, he's not, still he, doing that? No, I mean, he's probably he's probably legit now because it's oh. all... Legal. Anyway, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the guy had like... A, he would race RX-7s yeah. with a blue car and his license plate said Mo Betta. But he was like <laughs> a white dude. Don't Mo Betta Blues. Don't, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, there's a lot of nude nickery. Now, if you go into my neighborhood on the, on the reservation, mm. a lot of nude nicks. Mm. And it's crazy because you're like, oh, but I hail from this great place and I'm all about it and I'm loyal. And then some of the guys you go back to, they're a little off the beaten path, especially if they're still there. Right. Mm. Mm. So what mm. I'm saying is, is it's like, mm. you know, like, Diablo to me is a true blue authentic guy. Like like when I think about Diablo, I'm like, you know what? That guy's really from here. Mm-hmm. He's committed to what he's going to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not he's not shaving it. He's not shaving it off a little bit to try to make a good impression or whatever. He's committed to what he's doing. And that's precisely why you like his spoken word stuff. To a certain extent. And, and you blow that up. I mean, you tell Absolutely. them. And we try to tell them like every day. Like, hey, we could make an album, right? And for whatever reason, Diablo has a difficulty. I mean, you, he, can, he, can, he can take it up with me if he wants to because right. I'm saying it. Right. But he has a difficulty closing the loop. Yes, sir. Finishing, yeah. completing that. He gets in mm-hmm. his own way a little bit. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you can hear you it don't in the show it. when he's talking about, oh, let me reread. Right. I'm going to do that. Oh, I fucked up. Yeah. It's not good enough. That whole thing, you can't even take a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we've gotten into it on the show with him a, a little, little bit. bit. Right. Now, listen, every guy, gal that's listening to our show right now can do two things. One is they can relate to not being able to close the loop on the real dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like we all got a real dream. Now, can you finish it? Right. Can you complete it? Yep. Right. You can live in one area, like the idea, the planning, right, the communication. But those are just steps on the way to completion. It's not complete until you got a check in your account for what it is that you're doing and yeah. you're the one. Yeah. So you can live in, everybody listening right now understands what I'm talking about, right? So you either have that going on for yourself, which there's no, I'm not saying this to shame anybody. I'm saying this to say like, this is a real show. This is where it's really, really at. Mm-hmm. And the second part is, is we also have relatives who we love or friends, people from the neighborhood who we love and believe in and it's killing us to watch them somewhat shoot them, themselves in the foot before they even have a chance. Sure. Right? And so what I'm saying is, is that's why I'm saying like for these shows, sometimes when the guests come on and they do things, even Baby Ray, listen, I'm going to say it. Like Baby Ray, I feel like brought in Puck 
um, be, for a couple of reasons. Oh uh, yeah, he did. And you know, number one, I feel like Baby Ray was a little intimidated as to what was going to happen on the show. Yeah. And Puck's the perfect storm to cover and, yes, and distract, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, That's yes. exactly what was going on. Buffer the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Which is interesting. Now, Baby Ray himself's got a lot going on with himself. Like some of the stories that he told were chilling, dude. Chilling. Like, I, I mean, when he said that his his woman passed away on top of him. Yeah. I don't know what kind of scene you're in, and that yeah. and for that to happen, yeah, and for you to still be asleep and all that stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like I'm not gonna cast any kind of theories as to what what, but I am gonna say like, that's that's a super chilling story. That's traumatic. Yeah, yes. that is yeah. traumatic. Yeah. And I don't even know if he really understands what that's done to him. I don't think right. so. Right. And I think that's right. partially right. why right. he brought he brought Puck in because mm -hmm. I know he yeah. knows on some level. Like, uh, I'm not really sure where this is going to go. Right. I don't know what I'm going to say. Right. And, He's uh, been through a lot. And, and this has all happened pretty recently. Right. So maybe he's not even come to terms with where he's at. I don't think maybe. so. Because think about people don't come to terms. Like, I think it was like six months. I don't think people come to terms in death where the person just died and you expected it. Right, we have some friends who have some people who pass away, mm -hmm. and they—it's sad. They had cancer. They expected it. It's still traumatic after six Absolutely. months. Absolutely, okay. Yeah. Sure. But then to have the woman you love pass away unexpectedly Ugh. on top in of your, your body—yeah, yeah. Yeah. it yeah. might even take ten years before it kicks in, and you start and, really looking and at you it. were already mm -hmm. kind of in a mindset where you weren't dealing with what you need to deal with to begin with. Yeah, because yeah. there's all this other stuff. So that it kind of explains, sure. and I think let me tell you something. I think it's real important for Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds to hear stuff about this because when you think about tattoo artists, right, it's really easy to think about the designs and it's really easy to think about what's cool. It's really easy to be stay superficial on it and be like, that's badass. But there's a real human being and sometimes a damaged human being Damn. behind yeah. that. Just like any other like art. Like anything else. Like exactly. any other art. Yeah. The guy that's painting your car. Or the guy, or Andy Warhol. Right, or yeah. And, Andy Warhol, who was like, had to wear a wig because his hair was fucked up from like a young age. I didn't know that. Okay, so that, that pain, that damage is what creates, is what creates, uh, who the fuck was that? I don't know. I'm in the middle of a fucking, you know, it fucking <laughs> kills me. I got on a roll, I get in these rolls, these good, fucking rolls and then some fucking shit happens and just kills the momentum anyway my point is i think everybody got that like so i think when we approach these shows my personal feeling is there's two things going on here one is our i really i'm challenging myself to get as real as possible on this mic and i get a lot of hit-ups just on my own personal instagram from people that are like dude that that's a real shit that you guys are talking about. That fucking means something to me. And the and 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 I got miles. I got miles to go. Right. In terms of really opening up. Absolutely. Okay. But I I'm like the. And then the other thing is is. Shit, I forgot the other thing. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I got caught up on that. There was one more thing that I wanted to say about what 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 I'm talking about for this show and what I think it can be. Well. I can tell you this, that when you touched into like the stuff that we've gone through, I think that if anybody's listened to the show, they've heard a lot of stuff that um, we, us three, have gone through in right. our personal lives. Right. And that uh, just because we're sitting here doing this podcast 
And just because uh, you see a bunch of cool stuff on Instagram doesn't mean that each one of us isn't going through our struggles and going through a lot of shit. And there's been a lot to it, you know, Yeah. Um, on a daily basis. It ain't necessarily just all gravy all the time. Not only, not only that, but like, I think it's real important for like, especially for the men of this era, like the era that we're in. Cause we're like in an era where men, I think men feel more pressure now to appear on the surface. Mm-hmm. Like they got it all together and they're, they're not vulnerable and they're strong or they're vulnerable in the right way. Mm-hmm. Like they're vulnerable mm-hmm. enough. Like they got their shit together. And but we're also in an era where I feel like most guys, I'm not going to say men because I don't know that they've made it to manhood yet, even mm-hmm. despite their age. Most guys don't have like a real calling or a career. Most of them are like, you know, punching buttons down at 7-Eleven or they're still living at home or their wife's the one that's really earning money or whatever it is. Mm. Right. Mm. And I feel like they still feel a lot of pressure to to appear like they've got it handled, but they're not the ones really handling business yet. Mm. And they feel, I think in this era, that tension, like I got to look like I'm on, on top of it, but inside I'm not because no one's really showed me how and I don't mm. know all the steps yet and I've been enabled up to this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, we're at a crisis in that kind of situation to the point where like, there's like, I mean, guys are getting like, just to look good on the outside, guys are getting plastic surgery. That's craziness, man. I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? I just, I mean, I watched a little clip of somebody and the guy's like, you know, as much as I, you know, I, I diet and, and I watch and work out, I just can't seem to get this six pack. So I'm having it surgically sculpted in. A six pack? Yeah, a six pack. Like I got some new fucking thing. And I'm like looking at the guy like, you're just a lazy, uncommitted dude. Right. You just don't know about calorie deficit. You don't know about burning. You don't know about hard work. You're taking the shortcut. And listen, it's a lot. Of, I went out with a. I went out with a girl, man, and her whole get down was like plastic. This plastic, that plastic. Her fucking. By now, she's completely probably eighty percent plastic. Right. Um, and that was the solution. And I hear a lot of that from from young people, and not just young people. Like that's the new solution. I won't work hard, right? There's a shortcut. Totally. And men, men who I expect a little bit like, I get it. Women, they get a little bit older and they get mad at men because men, what's the word? They just, they age, they get. Gracefully. Yeah. and Men don't age gracefully. It's that society has set up the rules where it's like. Men that are 40 or 50, they're seasoned, they're experienced, they have more money. And then what they want to do is try to attract a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old. Whatever. And a woman. And she gets older. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, okay. So there's that whole thing. So I get it. From a woman's perspective, I get serious. She wants to, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, because she feels like, you know, whatever. But guys, in in my kind of, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the guy who's wrong here, but I feel like we just age, man. We're men. Just take what you got. You you just you're a man. You're not a woman. You don't put makeup on. You don't you don't. That's not the stuff that you should be concerned about. And I just think it's I just think it's you know unless it's a necessity. Maybe you were in an accident or you were a burn victim or you were medically right. need plastic surgery or something. Right. Okay, but. 
extremely obese and you're trying to do something about it. you go but nah, come on man some of this shit's like i'm trying to put cheekbones i'm trying to get calf implants i'm trying to do sculpted this i'm getting uh, man, come on man come on with that shit man start acting like a man i, I just don't go for it i don't i don't dig it man at all mm. Yeah, because they got everything. They got like calf inserts. Like, there's guys who will get <laughs> calf inserts. So weird. And it's got, so weird, man. And get listen, fuck. Um, I'm going to say this. This is what I'm really going to say. You know, because, it, it, I mean, some, you know, is, is a tattoo cosmetic? Not necessarily. How? I don't think so because, okay, yes, yes, yes. You could say that, that's, that, that it is, but... Some ta- some people are putting tattoos on for different reasons. Right. I'm going to tell you why a bunch of my tattoos are on me. Because I wanted an opposite group of people that I didn't get along with to know where I was from. I wanted to see my neighborhood, what I stood for, what side of the fence I was on. An advertisement. Exactly. Not Dude, hiding. I was doing, not I'm not hiding. hiding. Like, this is where I'm running. If some shit's going to kick off, it's going to kick off. I want right. you to see this shit from across the street. I was I putting my identification of where I belong to, where I came from. At the time, whether it's right or wrong or whether I did that shit as a young man or whatever, that w- my intention was so that you would understand where I'm from because I'm, I'm, I'm exposing or expressing my pride. I'm letting it be known. This is what I'm about. I'm flagging. Hey, exactly. Let me tell you something. That you just made, I think, an incredible distinction in what we're talking about, which is to say, you were saying like, look, tattoos could be cosmetic in a sense of, Everything from tattooed on eyebrows for his cholas or or some kid who hasn't been through life but is going to tattoo a bunch of shit for a certain look he's going right. for, right? You're saying the tattoos that I put on were to expose. Identification purposes. Not, it was to expose. It was to not hide. It was to be able to be seen, right? You're not hiding anything. Whereas cosmetic surgery where you're putting in the 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 six pack and the calf inserts, you are hiding something. You're not exposing anything. You're putting in an, another layer of to hide, right? Your real calves. You're hiding your real stomach. And so so at that level, you're you're making a distinction. You're like, hey, these tattoos were so that the world would know the truth. I'm from fucking Santa Monica, and if you got something to say about it, let's go. Versus I'm putting in calf inserts because I don't want people to know that I don't, I don't ever do a calf workout. And what's, what's the real reason I'm pissed off with these implants of the calf and the six-pack? What's the real reason I'm pissed off? I'll tell you why. Because I subscribe <laughs> what's the to, real hard, reason? Th- to fucking hard work in the gym, man. And that's some sideways, coward, weak, lazy shit right there. I, I've spent time in the gym. I don't have the great calves. I don't have, the, yeah, but I'm willing to work and continue to work and continue to eat right and put the sweat and time and energy into doing it, man. These dudes want to come in and get it implanted. It's fucking ridiculous, it's a man. Shortcut. It's a shortcut. And like these women that fucking have 20 pounds lose, and instead of just dieting and exercising and being committed to it, it'll come off. You know what but this, no, I'm gonna go get it sucked out. I'm a live over here. Like get the, cold, cold sculpting. Yeah, like man, come on, man. What happened to like rolling up your sleeves, getting uncomfortable, doing the work? You earned it. Nobody can take it from you. You know, man. That's just I just God, I detest it. I just have a real problem with that shit, man. Listen, right. and you should because have you heard? I mean, did you hear about that guy uh, Popeye? 
Not, oh, not is the, that car- the guy. Did he just get in a like a fight? No, like a, a boxing match. No. Okay. Okay. So I'm not talking about the guy with the spinach. There's a guy named Popeye, uh, who got the name because he was like a bodybuilder. I don't think he's like Russian or something like that. Anyway, he got injections. I think like of uh, that oil shit into his biceps. Yeah, it's that oil shit they do in Russia and stuff. Yeah, he's a Russian yeah. and he injected it all in, yeah. right? And so and he had disgusting. these giant crazy biceps. Yeah. Well, it turned out that it started killing his muscle. Oh. Sure. Shit. And they had to remove it. I forget the name of the oil. And if you look at it, he's he, now he's had to have it removed and his skin's all fucked up and looks like a chicharron. Yeah, he's that, he's that dude. Russian dude that and they have he's got dancing dead, around. He's all, yeah. He was it's a petroleum an jelly. He, it's a petroleum jelly is right. what they it's, injected into yep, his Yep, I forget okay. what it's called. Um, there's a name for it. They even clown on like bodybuilding sites of right. the oil. Yeah, it's disgusting, bro. He was in an MMA fight? Yeah. And what did they do? They punched him he, in his fucking bicep and he jelly went everywhere? some random ass dude and fucking lost. Yeah. Of course. Bro, yeah, it's not muscle. Oh it's See, a, that's how crazy some of these people are. You yeah, do a little crazy. bit of cosmetic stuff and you think it's real and then you go into the MMA and get your ass handed no, to you. Well, but did no, you wait, see wait, this? wait, wait, wait. He's so not a bodybuilder. What is he? No, I body- mean, this guy looks like a fucking clown. No, he yeah, does. But it he, does. He, but that is what he he was claiming to they be. Got, there's another guy that also has the, the chest implants, wrong. and it looks like he has double deep breasts. Yeah, fuck that. It's just it looks disgusting, and these guys are looking. But I guess that's uh, part of the dysmorphia. You call that? Uh, I don't he's know. De- this don't guy's know definitely a head case. I don't know. If that's yeah. Some of these people are head cases. I don't know if that's Come what on, it is, man. Some hard, but you know do some what? hard work. Get, get a membership. Do the hard work. Be consistent. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's not right, Chumon. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Dude, I don't, you know what, man? I don't even go there because I tell motherfuckers, I'm like, dude, you want to, first of all, you need to get a life before you can get a lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Like, you know what I mean? Like, you need to, and I- It's not a lifestyle, it's a way of life. Dude, I agree with you, Steve, where it's like, you know what? And this goes for men and women. Like, I do believe you can do some cosmetic things if you want to, you know, the teeth and the other stuff that's kind of like within a certain level. Like mm-hmm. I kind of view piercings and, and some things to be a little bit fashion aspect and a little bit cosmetic. And, you know, I mean, I'm okay with all that. You know what I mean? But when you are trying to put some major shit in your body and now look, I know my wife right now, she's listening to this thing and she's like, yeah, well, what about breast implants? Motherfucker? I know you ain't got a problem with breast. Right, implants. right, 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 right. And I'm going to tell her, I'm like, listen, that's true. I don't have a problem with breast implants. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and I do. You, uh, I don't like them. You don't like them? No. Have you ever felt a chick with breast implants? Yeah. When did you, you married motherfucker? A couple of times. When did you? How did, when did... Obviously prior to his marriage. Was it prior? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. <laughs> he was feeling on What, what, because I have too. I did, I felt yeah. some. All right, so you don't like it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't like it. Steve, I know you have I've seen some of your girlfriends. Um, I've I've had them with girls that have such good ones that you couldn't tell. You yeah, just maybe, could not maybe feel that's it. it. Maybe. And then there was some that were just like disgusting. So it's like you, you could see like the bag, the like bag the heavier thing. or something. Yeah. Something. Something's there's up, there. there's like this teardrop kind. There's different, and then there's different doctors, and there's been some that are just like awful. It's just like wow, man. And then there's some that are done, and you can't. I'm like cannot are you kidding me the really? one like, the, the one know. that i did 
like I felt hers, you could kind you could tell they weren't real. They didn't look crazy. Like it didn't look like you know you know how someone's like the areola stretched super tight and there's like right, a little right, BB right, nipple right, and you could right, tell right, it's all right, fucked right, up. Right, right, right. Look like an English muffin underneath right, a rug right, or something. Right, right, right. But this girl, hers were like they looked pretty good. But you you could feel you could tell there was a there was a kind of a, a um there was a little bit of a thickness to it or something. And you could tell didn't bother me one bit. Didn't bother me one bit. Now, that wouldn't bother me. If, if I could, if there's like a bag or a feeling or they don't move or they're hard, feel like, like a zip that, that, none of that. I like, can feel the ziplock. But on you want to know something at 52? <laughs> I can eyeball it and know before yeah. I even yeah. exactly what's up. Right. But so you you didn't like it, Sean. I don't like it. It's because I like like a natural thing. Even if they're like small, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Well, women listeners love hearing that. I know. They're like, you know what? I always knew Sean was a good guy. Yeah. Listen, let me ask you this. Um, the ones that you f- you felt, did you go? Was that it? Did you take the entire trip? What do you mean? I mean, did you <laughs> did just you take the entire trip? Did you take the entire trip? Like, did you did just, you go home or you did you just out, hit a double? Did you check the headlights? Did you get in the car and drive all the way home on that one, or did you just just check the headlights? I don't know what you're asking, <laughs> man. How does he dude, not know? Man. What do you did you, go, yeah, did you get a home did run you go, with him, or did you just go to second base? Completion. Did you complete the act? You felt some girl's fake titties. Yeah. Did you go to bed with her? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. And you finished all the way? Yeah, of course. So it didn't bother you that much? No, no. <laughs> I just, what I'm I like, if you're asking me what I prefer, <laughs> I would just say, <laughs> no implant. All right. So you, yeah. what you're saying is it's not going to throw you out the mood. If you have a chance for sprinkles, you're going to go for the natural sprinkles. Yeah. I'm okay, I got sprinkles. you. But you're still going to eat dessert. Mm. Always gonna eat dessert. All right, that's my yeah. man. All right, I appreciate yeah. that. All right, so um, that was crazy. So mm. okay, yep. No, what else do you got? Why I always got to carry the fucking conversation? What do you got, man? Um, what do I got? Hey, you want to hear? You want to hear the drops that I I made from the? So I'm trying to create a soundboard from the show. No. You don't want to hear these? No. Just drop them. That's a cold thing. <laughs> that's what? a cold thing. Yeah, well, that was me. These these are the... Um, that is a cold thing. That's from Diablo's. Diablo's yeah. uh, th- um, show. I like cut some stuff and see if I can... Okay. One of my favorite parts from the Diablo show is when he's like starts fighting with the horse that ripped off his finger. Yeah. When he was like, they called him the fingerless horseman. Yeah. Right? And they ripped off his finger and then I started playing horse sounds and then he was like already hitting the Jameson so hard he starts fighting with the horse. Yeah. All right, here we go. I killed your brother. And for the people that can't see, obviously in here, uh, I will say that your shirt is pretty, pretty epic. Yeah, what's the shirt say? It says fingerless horseman. It's got fingerless horseman. It's got a picture of a finger going right into a horse. My wife, she's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, it's from the show. I'm yeah. just going to make my own t-shirts from the show where it's like, whatever crazy people say some crazy shit, I'm going to make yeah. a shirt out of it. I love that idea. And like only people who actually really know the show are going to know what's going on. Right. Right. Like it's not going to be, I'm not broadcasting it yeah. or whatever. Only somebody, You know what you should do is what? you should make like two of them and then give them away. Like give the one way to listener. I mean, I don't know. I might not give any away to any listeners. I mean, why do I need to do that? I mean, I don't know. it could be like a, you know, I don't know. 
I want to. I want a reward, this like a winning. I want winning this time. to be like a Easter egg or like a like a very special thing. It's the only right. something I do. Right. Right. Like I just on my own. Yeah. Like on my own time, I listen to the show. I listen to I listen to the show on my own time, and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. When Puck says hot tub only. <laughs> I've been saying that all day. I hate Puck, but I love when he's like hot tub only. And then, uh, dude, remember after the show on Puck, dude, they wanted us to go out to his like oh, weird, yeah. uh, like van. He had like some art in the van or something. That's I, what he claimed. I think so. I, he told us he had art. He told some kids that he had some ice cream in the back for him. <laughs> I, it was very suspicious. It's funny because, uh, yeah, when you when the show got over, you were like, all right. You just disappeared. I don't know where you went. And then, like, I get a text. You're like, I had to get out of there before I got sucked into the fucking spiraling drain of fucking yeah, puck. The puck vortex. Yeah, the puck vortex. Because they were already gearing up. Him and Baby Ray were already gearing up to talk and do a bunch of shit after the show. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I gotta get out. I got a baby. I got a wife. I can't be sitting here talking to Puck. Yeah. Next to his like weird hepatitis van. <laughs> Like there's all kinds of rust and tetanus. I'm gonna have to get a tetanus shot after I go over to Punk's van. Uh, it's funny because when you when you sent that text, as soon as I read it, I was like, "Oh, that's such a great idea!" And I fucking did exactly the same thing. I was out of there. And then Steve I didn't told, say goodbye. Or I didn't I was either. Like, Later, I was like late. I just like ran. I dumped him on Steve. I was I like. <laughs> I was like, feet don't fail me now. I was like, I got to get out of here, dude. <laughs> I was like, dude, I got to go. I can't hang around here with fucking... I can't hear it. Listen, you want to hear it? This is what happened. As soon as the show was over, this is what happened. Bye. I'm out of here. <laughs> Adios, <laughs> Puck. <laughs> hey. Oh I was like, I got to get out of here, man. I can't have that. But, um... So, yeah. So, I was like this. This was me. As soon as I saw the red light, sounds like. As soon as I saw, as soon as I saw the red light, like come off the record, like as soon as you hit stop, I was like this. <laughs> Is that Flintstone? I don't know what that. But so anyway, I uh, I was like, uh, and then so Steve told me later that young Robert, yeah, that like young Robert got trapped with Baby Ray and Puck talking to him. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh shit. And that that Baby Ray took his shirt off. And you know he had like a bunch of armpit hair, yeah. all sweaty. And then he took a picture with Young Robert, and he said Young Robert was so happy. No, no, not that sound. Um. Anyway, they got stuck talking, doing pictures and all this other shit. Now look at let's talk about what's up with Robert, man. Dude, he's in China. China, but for what? I don't know. He's working. He's he's helping set up some kind of like convention with for tattooing hmm. with somebody. Yes, yeah, he's hmm. over there in China. Um, he's gonna come back. He's gonna bring us back some stuff. He said you know, some fireworks, some, some fi how firecrackers. How the hell is he gonna get fireworks? He's gonna wrap up. I wish he was here because they just sold a fucking comic book for one point two six million dollars. Which one? Uh, it's like the one of the original Spider Man's. Boston heard stunning details in the case of. A uh, not that. What's that? <sighs> I really, I wanted us to talk about this too. I got so much shit that I want to talk about. Then we come in here and we get stuck on so many things. Yeah. All right. All right. This story is about that, that the, I think they're Filipino. I don't know, but they're like Asian. It's a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And the Asian girl is being charged for manslaughter because she texted to her boyfriend to go ahead and kill himself. I saw something about that a couple weeks ago, right? 
it, dude, it's it's insane. And I was, I was like, yeah, this is interesting. Like, can someone be charged with that? And I thought, this is a legal issue. But as I read the story, yeah. I was like, this is fucking insane. And I'm like, I swear. So, like, the prosecutors in Massachusetts, right? There's a case against a young woman. She's accused of urging her boyfriend to kill himself through a barrage of text messages. Now, this is alleged, right? She hasn't right. been convicted yet. So, she's... Whatever, guilty, uh, not guilty until proven it, blah, blah, blah. 21-year-old woman, and the charge is involuntary manslaughter. And her boyfriend, Alexander, he leapt. He jumped to his death. Oh, God. Right? Like, from a parking garage. Like he jumped to his death at a Boston College graduation <laughs> ceremony. So imagine that. Was he going to graduate? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. But uh, his girlfriend, her name is, her last name is You. His ex girlfriend, You. Yeah. So it's confusing because as you read articles, it says You said this and You said that, and you're like, what? And then you're like, oh, oh her last name is You, right? And uh, she, you should see, I mean. There are like nearly 74,000 text messages that were exchanged between the couple in the two months before the boyfriend killed himself. Yeah. 74,000 text messages. That's weird. It's almost having your whole relationship just over text. I don't, I don't get it. Like how much, like what are they, you doing that you have that amount of time? Mm. Mm. I mean, how much time? I mean, is that the way just. Uh, young people communicate with each other just over text. I mean, time? I'm sure it is. Hey, you guys, we got Casper in the house. What's up? What's up, Casper, the friendly ghost? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Yo, Casper, why don't you sit down? We're actually just, I don't even know, ladies we're and gentlemen. Up. Yeah, we're wrapping up, but let's let Casper sit in on this one. Yeah, yeah. We're finishing up a free show. Go ahead. Yeah, put those on. Put the fucking microphone in front of your face. Don't worry about swearing. Don't be modest. Uh, cord goes on your left. Don't be, re it, yeah. I, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Put that in there. Don't be modest. Don't be shy. Don't worry. Yeah, so this is, um, we got Casper here. He's wearing all black. He's got a black hat. He's got L.A. on. He's got Southern California sunglasses He's even on. He's got like black glasses. Looks like he had a big night last night a little yeah. bit, maybe. <laughs> right? Uh, just the family life. Oh, uh, how big's your family? I got uh, two daughters. Congratulations. You made it through, huh? He's not through yet. 14 and 16. Yeah, I'm in the mix. Uh, He's yeah. in the weeds deep in him. Yeah. Hey, so... Uh, so, well, real quick, how do you know Casper, Steve? What, and what does Casper do? Can we, wait, wait, can we save this for the other, the next one? You want to save the article for that one? No, I, I want to say I want to end this one and then wrap it up and then start another one. You know what? I kind of want to talk to this about with Casper and Steve too. What so you, do you want to do? Well, we <laughs> you have, tell me, sound man. We have two hours on the last one, so I want to cut it and then cut. Come with another one. All right, listen, Mr. and Mrs. Earphones, you were listening, headbuds, earbuds, We'll whatever. be right back. We're going to be right back, and we're going to finish this fucking story. And this time, we're going to have a guy who's actually got a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old daughter, an artist, talk to us about his perspective on it. But for yeah. now, we're going to say adios, amigos. That's what we're saying. Bye from the Hard Luck Show. Yeah.
see ya, see ya, see ya.